0: Hey everybody, Andy Cavernon here with another Cornerstone Connection daily devotional. When I was a kid, I grew up with a friend who always seemed to have the coolest stuff. Uh, whether it was the latest video game, even the video game system, whether it was the the neatest shoes, he had Reebok pumps when they first came out, they were so expensive, I couldn't imagine having those, whether it was the the coolest baseball card, even his dad had a cell phone, he had it all. He had everything that a, a young boy could ever want in so many ways. And I remember being jealous of him and wishing that I could have what he had. You ever have somebody like that in your life who always seems to have the coolest stuff, who always seems to be one step ahead. Uh, It reminds me of one of our central characters in the book of Genesis. Towards the end of the book, we're introduced to Jacob. And of course, Jacob comes out grasping at the heel of his brother. Jacob's trying to manage his situation for his own blessing. but. Later in his life, as we come to the end of the book in Genesis 47, Jacob is looking back on about 130 years of life experience. And he's been trying, he's been manipulating, he's been working to get the blessing of God. But at the end of his life, some pretty incredible things happen. One is that he loses a son, Joseph, according to what Jacob knew, had suffered death and was no more. And and now Jacob is in the midst of a famine. and he's struggling just to provide for his family and his boys go off to Egypt to find some provisions. And they come back saying, we met this guy and and he told us we have to bring our other brother or he won't help us out. And in fact, he took one of our other brothers hostage to make sure we came back and here Jacob's just beside himself and, and he's devastated by what's going on. But then the good news comes back to him. Finally, the man that was, was holding this other brother hostage, making the demands here. He's actually Jacob's long, lost son, Joseph. And you can imagine Jacob's elation, his joy at, at being introduced, reintroduced to his son Joseph after all of these years. And you get the sense that though Jacob had once been striving hard to manage and to, to, to gain the blessing of God, he's in a different position now. And there's this really amazing encounter between Jacob and the Pharaoh of Egypt. Jo- Joseph brings Jacob into, Pharaoh, uh, into Pharaoh's chambers, he has an audience with him, and some Something striking happens here that I think is really informative for us today. Look at this, starting in verse 7 of Genesis 47, it says, Then Joseph brought his father Jacob in and presented him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. (laughs) Jacob blessed Pharaoh. Did you hear that? Pharaoh asked him, How old are you? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, The years of my pilgrimage are 130. My years have been few and difficult, and they do not equal the years of the pilgrimage of my fathers. Then Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from his presence. Here, Jacob has been seeking the blessing from other people his whole life. But now he comes to the end of his life. He comes to this really critical place where he's there in the presence of Pharaoh. He's needing the help of Pharaoh, uh, needing Pharaoh to provide for his family such that they can survive this famine. But Jacob understands something differently now. He understands that the God who's provided for him his whole life has done so because God has a plan to work through Jacob. And actually, though Jacob is in need of material blessing from Pharaoh he understands there's a far greater blessing at stake. It's the blessing of Abraham. When God uh, called Abraham to himself, he said, I'm gonna bless you, I'm gonna give you land and I'm gonna make you a great nation such that all the nations of the earth will be blessed. I'm convinced that Jacob here understands his part in extending the blessing of God, not only receiving it, but extending it. And here he stands before the most powerful ruler in all the earth, the Pharaoh of Egypt. And he says, you know what? I know you think you're going to bless me, but I'm 130 years old. I I know what's going on here. I don't have to impress you. In fact, what you need is to be blessed by me and my people. And of course, that's what Jacob does. He says, I'm going to bless you, Pharaoh. And Pharaoh receives it. And actually, the people of Egypt are tremendously blessed for a long time because of the presence of the Israelites in Egypt. And ultimately, God's blessing stays with the Israelites as they're freed from Egypt later. And we, we go on into the Moses story. But friends, Jacob had a paradigm shift. He had a paradigm shift from understanding that, that or, or from chasing the blessings of others to understanding that he could be a blessing, regardless of what his material situation was. Therefore, he blessed Pharaoh. <laughs> you know, my friend who grew up in a home where he was given all kinds of toys, all kinds of treats and different things like that. He ended up having, a, I think, a fairly rough life. We not we haven't kept in touch, but I I've kind of watched from a distance on Facebook, and he's gone a very different path than I have. And I got to tell you. If I'd have to trade the blessings that I've received in Christ for the material blessings that he received, I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. And, and here I, I'm at this place in my life where I hope that I'm understanding that God has called me not to material blessing for myself, but to be a blessing to others. And friends, I don't know about you, maybe you're in a position where you're looking around and you're seeing the, the material blessings of others and you're thinking, why not me remember what you've been given? You've been given new birth in Jesus Christ. You've been given freedom from, from the law. You've been given freedom from sin as a slave to sin. And you've been adopted into the family of God. And so rather than asking perhaps this morning, how can I be blessed by others today? What can I get from this life? Look around and even look, look up. Look to the people that are, are getting ahead in this life and ask yourself, how can I bless them? Because what they really need more than anything else is Jesus, and of course, friends, we know that the blessing of Jacob extended all the way into the New Testament, and even in our reading today, in in Luke one, we see that the blessing extends now through the the, the announcement of Gabriel to Mary. And when Gabriel says to Mary, "Hey, look, you're you're gonna something significant's gonna happen," Mary's Mary's incredibly blessed to be the mother of the Savior Jesus. In verse thirty-five, Luke one, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you so the holy one to be born will be called the son of God and even Elizabeth your relative is going to have a child in her own age earlier he says don't be afraid Mary you found favor with God you'll conceive and give birth to to a son and you're to call him Jesus and he will be great and will be called the son of the most high the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants there's our guy Jacob right he'll reign over Jacob's descendants forever his kingdom will never end Friends, what Jacob understood at this latter part of his life was that God's blessing was going to extend way beyond the material here and now and on into the future and on into an eternity where Jesus sits on the throne. That's the blessing of God. You have that if you're in Christ, to whom will you extend it to today? God bless you, friends. Have a great day. And Lord willing, we'll see you again soon on the Cornerstone Connection.